Hey guys, happy Thursday and welcome back to another episode of Crime Curious. If you are new here, hi, my name is Joshua and I'm so sorry guys, right now Angela is out for today. I'm going to be tuning in for her new episode, of course, of what's going on of Crime Curious. And before we get to today's episode, please hit that subscribe button and hit that thumbs up like button, of course. And don't forget to turn on that notification bell on our YouTube channel called Crime Curious. Of new episodes every Thursday and of course it's going to be on all platforms Spotify it's going to be on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts and of course our main channel is our um, SoundCloud uh, Podcast of course but now let's get today's new episode of what actually happened right after the party how did he go missing and was there any other evidence of Damien heard of leaving, of course, the, his dorm room, the school grounds, property, did how many, did he do any transactions before he was going to leave, and of course, and how someone found his body and kind of got a little distraught after this. Nearly four months after former Texas State champion wrestler Damien Hurd's body was found in dead in Colorado authorities. And of course, in Colorado, authorities have finally released his cause of death. And according to the Gunnison Police Department, an autopsy shows that Damien committed suicide by hanging himself from a tree. And of course, there's going to be theories, there's going to be questions, opinions of what happened to Damien Heard. In a statement, and Gunnison Police Detective Chris Dono said that. Toxicology report showed that presence of LSD and marijuana and Damien system, not as much as alcohol, of course, how every college student's going to have after a party and during a party. And at this point, this investigation of the Gunnison Police Department has no evidence or direct information that would contradict the pathologist's findings. End quote. Daniel said, Adding that case remains open and active, of course, during these cases of what actually happened with Damien Heard. Uh, during what when Damien doesn't show up at work on the Sunday after to start questioning his whereabouts, of course, his manager is like, "What actually happened? He didn't come up to his shift," and that's very odd because you know Damien's very uh, on point type of schedule type of guy just needs to get there always. And right now, kind of like questions and whereabouts and why he didn't show up. And of course, and by Monday, his father reaches out to the university and is told that Damien's ID card has been used at both the cafeteria and in class. And it shows that the dean and, of course, the supervisors of the university and all the techs, uh, techs, uh, guys and tech girls, of course, shows that he actually showed up on that Monday on his way to, to class and on our way to get some food during the morning of uh, his college education. And right now, it did not show anything, no evidence. Even his friends said that, I actually, like, hey, um, he came up. I saw him over there wearing his hoodie. Oh, I saw him sitting at the class or uh, he was leaving campus on the way to his dorm room. But there was no evidence on that morning on Monday. And especially, of course, the dad did a missing poli- m- missing file, a missing persons report. 
And swearing, of course, it takes around 24 to 48 hours or close to 72 hours to be actually reported and pr pronounced in, of course, in the news area, radio station, and, of course, of social media. Um, right now, on Wednesday, April 2nd, Damon's body is found hanging from a tree at a Ridge Cabin Creek Trail several miles off campus. And it appears he has a uh, car, which it was, of course, a 2004 Suburban um, black car. A really small car, rarely wear, that they never um, make them anymore, of course, because um, of the material, but that's another story. Uh, this uh, episode explores the evidence of found at Damon's body on his car, which he was parked at the scene where, of course, every parking lot that um, shows that this and Damon's jewelry, of course, kind of like a necklace or his rings. Or anything that he had on him was missing. Of course, there was no cash in his wallet or any part of his car in the back trunk, in his glove compartment, or left or right, or in, in his uh, cup holders, of course. And it showed no, no evidence that, that nothing was there. And his car and really, and of course, one more thing, and he had. he had a mail package that has been ripped open and the contents removed. And other signs of any foul play or suicide, such as kind of like any thoughts or anything like any evidence in his car that was actually gone missing. And pronounced it that I'm and saying that someone had to have tampered with the evidence. Someone had followed him all the way to the trail, found him, put his car there, and boom, not there anymore. And that's just mysteriously. And there was all, there was two transactions that Damien heard that made on his way, pointing around um, 10 to 15 gallons in his small car, around 20, 25 to $30 in, in it. And after another second transaction showed that he uh, took out some cash, of course, just to go after uh, a little, not an outing, but maybe a date. That he was supposed to go on a Sunday, probably right after his trail ride or his walk, his run, or his exercise way that he does every morning. But did not show very much evidence in that, of course. And was it suicide or foul play? And always, and of course, there was only one person who had found out. Uh, Linda Neunhauser reports that she saw... While walking at a cabin on Sunday, the the early early morning, around probably around six or seven in the morning, uh, the day after when he went missing on that um, Saturday night midnight, close to Sunday, early morning. She describes the evidence of multiple parties besides Damien, whom she described as standing in a strange position, beside a tree. Linda is an unearthed of the image, kind of like very shocked and kind of like, whoa, like this is kind of strange, a body found here on a trail and the image of someone else crouching down, watching her with the binoculars. So that means there's someone had to watch Damien or to watch someone walk across this trail, right, on close to these mountains or, or whatnot and spying him and that's kind of creepy guys kind of like crouching down spying like if anybody has found the body and that's that shows someone had followed Damien and it's 
it had to be foul play. Someone had to, uh, can, it should have been a homicide, but I'm not a professional, of course. I'm just kind of like a person who's trying to figure it out what actually happened. And it shows what authorities learned at what else, what else at the cabin with Damien's body days before police were called. So that means someone had seen that body. Oh, okay, doesn't matter. Walks away. Um, I'll call 911 another time or I'll call 911 when I get back to my cabin or whatnot. And it shows kind of like right here in the evidence, of course, in the autopsy um, that he had... He had drugs in his system. And nevertheless, that, of course, Gary Heard said, I wasn't surprised at the news of Gunnison, of course, of the Gunnison Police Department. And he, like, I have known for months that they were going to say he was on drugs and he killed himself. This is kind of like little uh, weeks and months later, kind of like trying to be, uh, to let out the, uh, the autopsy report to the public. And he was just kind of confused, angry, and showed that um, on the toxicology that hit on the toxicology that nothing was found in it, but it did show that he had drugs in his system, of course, marijuana, LSD, and especially alcohol. And that kind of like there, sometimes there could be falsified reports that the toxicology or the autopsy a person who had done, um, of course, the autopsy on the body just came out. Regular, nothing went wrong, and within the days of Damon's death, the authorities in Gunnison had already made up their minds about the case. They've been saying suicide since the second they showed up to the crime scene where Damien heard where he was at. Um, showed up, suicides are easy, and it's one less homicide in your town to investigate. Kind of like showing, like, hey, oh, this person um died. Oh, okay, it was a suicide, but. Uh, honestly, detectives and police as officers really need to be really detailed, really need to see where the evidence is. There's always, always evidence. Someone is trying to cover this up. And honestly, I don't, I don't like it because everywhere, like there was another case of kind of like of the girl who, who, had, who died in a, in a fort, of course, in the uh, army fort. And there was no evidence like, oh, okay, it was, uh, she just, she ran away or uh, she didn't want to be there anymore or, and whatnot. And that's just kind of like happened to this case as well. Back, this is kind of like what happened. And it's just, and of course, right now it shows that police are asking anyone who was in the Cabin Creek area, of course, and, and people even, even till now in 2021, there is, has to be someone uh, who has to see the body, who has to know actually what happened there. I kind of like see, like, this is kind of odd. And, of course, May 30th to April 2nd to contact 970-641-8202. And, of course, it says 970-641-8202. And I don't believe they saw anything related to Damien's case. Uh, this death investigation remains open and active at this time. And this kind of like it shows that Happened on uh, July 8, 2014, and guess where it, how it ended in August? That's where they closed the case. Um, and now it's just, it's just, it's sad to hear uh, from this point of view. No evidence. Someone had to have followed Damien Heard. 
Um, who was that person in that hoodie or with those binoculars crouching down and spying? And that's kind of like very curious and very rare. And now it's at the party where he argued with the wrestlers. Someone had to see something. Um, there had to be falsified reports. People just, uh, police officers just want to push this aside and move on, find another case and move on with their lives. But, of course, Gary Hurd's father wants to find justice for his own son. And, of course, there was a reward of $25,600 uh, back in the day. But now, like, everything just, it's just sad to hear that this case was just kind of like, Done in three months, March, April, May, June, July, August, around three to five months. And you just kind of like push it aside and like, huh, okay, this is done. I'll close it, uh, close this case and move on. But now I want to hear you guys tell me um, or email me or message me or DM me on my social media or on my YouTube channel or my personal uh, email to see like, hey, what? This is what happened, and this is not fair for this is no justice for Damien Heard and what actually went on. And this is the more information that I've gathered up, of course, from news, uh, news media or on police reports on the case. And of course, it is closed, but I have there are interviews that have been done, done by 45 suspects, but not really suspects to see like what actually happened students, athletes, teachers, professors. Um, of course, the dad, friends, family. And now, um, thank you guys for tuning in for this episode. And I'm very glad that you came in to see what actually happened to Damien Hurd. And it's just sad that um, it was all done in 48 hours, of course, during the private investigators. The bu- And I want to put in a little bit more information to clear it up to see how you guys are not that confused and kind of curious. Or like, this doesn't really make sense. The body of Damien Hurd King was found hanging from a tree on April 2nd. Kind of like his body was dangling by cables, put on uh, maybe jumper cables. It can be rope. It can be um, electrical um cables or anything. In the six months that followed, police had conducted interviews with more than 45 people, like what I just said, um, to be Damien in the days and the hours leading up to his death. Uh, many of them, of course, were friends with the college wrestlers, of course, who were described as Damien as one of the happiest guys, and especially the captain, one of his closest friends. They knew the investigation was far from clear-cut, but the police wrote the death a suicide in Clay's Coast. On October 21st, this story relies on police documents, private investigator interviews, and medical records, as well reporting done by 48 Hours, producers by Claire St. Amon and Alex Sikrin. And all these information that I get is just from, strictly from, of course, of uh, not social media, but news, police reports, of course, uh, trying to get interviews, but fairly that the just... Uh, people just want to move on, but it's very hard to move on, of course. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of, of Damien Heard. And I would love to give you more information, but right now I'm just trying to work for a new case for you guys. Of course, you love the new cases that my host and I know your co-host, of course. Uh, if you are new here, hi, my name is Joshua and, of course, my host, Angelo. 
are your host of Crime Curious, and please don't forget to turn on for the new episode on every Thursday of today, of Thursday's podcast. And I'll see you guys later.